Michaela, host of Bad Bitches Make Their Bets. I cannot express to you enough how much I missed you guys. If you're listening, you know that last week I did not release a podcast. Uh, lots of life things happening for me, but I am so sad that that ha- like it's been too long. Like I don't even remember the last thing I said. Where are you guys at? Did um, something major happen in the United States? Yes, it did actually in the middle of this. Um, Shout out to Trump supporters. Just kidding. Um, Anyways, we're going to move on from that before it gets political. But hello. Hello from Phoenix, Arizona. I, you know what? I have a work from home job, ladies and gentlemen. So I was sitting in Iowa and it was really cold. And I was like, why am I doing this? Why? There's no, there's no reason. What's the reason for why? So I said, listen, let me just go somewhere warmer. I can work from home. I got myself a nice little, a young little Airbnb. It's very cute. Um, my little brother helped me drive. So I was traveling that whole, not this past week, but the week before, which is why I had to skip that podcast. I just honestly didn't have time and love you guys. Always trying to be transparent with you. I didn't have the time to record and I wanted to put the time and effort into this podcast because I think it's a really, really important episode. Um, this episode is going to be all about exercise programming basics and it really gets technical if you're listening right now and you are an exercise professional which is really funny because I would say probably one-third of my audience is that's just where my circle is that's a lot of the people I know are exercise professionals I would say this episode is not quite the episode for you this is only part one though folks I know I'm going to go over time which is why I'm already committing to part two because I want to give you the exercise programming basics and then I want to get into how to actually implement that. How do you actually start to work out? How do you change your mindset from working out as a chore to, you know, I love working out. I love my body. Like all of those things I'm going to get into in part two, but part one is all about the basics. So if you are an exercise professional, I want to warn you now, you might not get a lot of new information. Maybe you want to listen to it. I don't know, but this is going to be an episode for all the people out there that are beginner exercises that don't know what they're doing, that need help. And I'm going to teach you how to program exercise for yourself okay you don't need to go get an expensive personal trainer you don't need to buy an online workout program unless it's from me I'm just kidding that was a shameless plug I do have exercise programs on my website Michaela Myers Fitness a um, but you don't need to buy a fancy you know exercise program you can program for yourself and not to mention if you are invested in the process of actually making the program you're going to do, you're going to probably do it more because you picked out every single exercise, you handpicked it, you were there, you know what you like to do, and the best exercise program is fucking one you're going to stick to. It's going to be one you you adhere to and you're more likely to adhere to an exercise program if you make it. So that's why we're here. We're going to get into the basics, um, get a little science-y, love that shit. You know that's my undergrad degree. But first, I want to do our song recommendation of the day because it's near and dear to me. I think I lost this song for a, for a large part of my life. I heard the song. It was great. We were living, loving, laughing. And then I lost this song and it, you know, I forgot about it. And then one day I rediscovered it and my life has been much better since. It is, drum roll please, Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. I... I can't, you can't sit here and tell me that party rock anthem is not exactly what it is, a party rock fucking anthem. That shit is a banger. That shit slaps. Put it on right now. Pause this podcast. Put on party rock anthem and tell me it's not going to make you feel better. Promise you. Party rock anthem. Put on. That is a song recommendation of the day to set the tone for the week. We are moving and grooving. The party rockers are indeed in the house tonight. And we're going to stay for the whole week, folks.
Next up, I wanted to actually add a nice little section into my podcast. So I felt this was necessary because I say shit on this podcast and I will blatantly say, you know, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I don't know what this is. Like, because when I'm recording this podcast, I I dead ass blackout. Like, I don't really know what I'm saying, but sometimes good things come out. So love y'all if you're sticking with me here. But I want to call it Oopsie Daisy of the Week and kind of address things that I haven't known because I think the best thing somebody can do is admit they were wrong, figure out how to make it right, and share it. That also goes with a little side tangent I wanted to talk about. If you've known me, if you know me in real life, you know that my reputation is everything to me. So as a fitness professional, like I've never endorsed anything that I don't wholeheartedly believe in that's not backed by science. I'm never going to go on and say, use this supplement, um, unless it's like 150% it's worked anecdotally for me for my clients for everybody like I'm never going to do that because my reputation means the most to me and I think that kind of leads into this new section called oopsie daisy of the week where I go in and I say all the things I said wrong and I say I'm right so here we go number one Kwanzaa I didn't know what Kwanzaa was and I'm gonna tell you right now it's an African-American celebration from December 26th to January 1st I believe based on the African harvest and I didn't know what Kwanzaa was that was very enlightening my friend Jamie slid in the DMs shout out to Jamie she slid up in there and told me what Kwanzaa was and now I'm sharing with all of you so now you know what Kwanzaa is next up Quinn XCII not called Quinn XCII he is called Quinn 92 question mark somebody told me this and I was shook because I think Quinn XCII sounds way cooler but that's none of my business apparently it's pronounced Quinn 92 you heard it here first folks I did her so dirty I did my girl so dirty by calling her Sna Allegra and it's pronounced Snow Allegra folks S-N-O-H it was really a gamble. It was like playing Russian roulette and I threw it out there and I was wrong and that's okay. Snow Allegra, she didn't deserve it. She really didn't. So I have to come back in here and make it right and now I feel a lot better. I want you guys to keep putting me in my place, okay? Please call me out if I say something wrong, if I say something derogatory, if I say something that is not, um, you know, that's disrespectful. Please call me out for all Jesus, call me out, folks, because I'm trying to be the best version of myself and I'm just kind of like sharing my journey along with you, um, along with health and wellness practices, but I don't claim to be an expert in anything. And when I say something wrong, I feel like I want somebody to fucking just call me out. Just do that. Slide up in my DMs and I will add it to the oopsie daisy of the week. Hopefully, I don't have to have one of these every week. That would, yeah, that would just be too much. I shouldn't be making an oopsie daisy every single week, but they're going to come and I'll just kind of collect them, talk on them and move on. So there we go. Oopsie daisy of the week. Let's get into the main part of this episode, exercise programming basics part one. Now before we get started, I have to show you guys, not show, lol, tell you. Um, I added something into my little link tree bio. So if you go to my BBMB Instagram podcast Instagram thing, in my link tree, there is a whole Google Sheets that is a workout program template, okay? So you can you can copy and paste this. It's on a Google Sheets. So you need a Gmail to access it. You can copy, make your own copy, and as we go through this podcast, write in it. You know, print it off, do it in a Google Sheets, whatever you want to do. It is a full template, free for you. Um, if you need it and you don't have a Gmail, like send me a DM and I can kind of uh, email, ad, email it to you. 
Jesus, guys, I cannot talk today. This is going to be a good time. Um, send me a DM on BBMB Podcast on Instagram with your email address and I will send you the template, okay? If you want that template now before we get started, before we dive into it, I suggest that. That is a great idea because then you can kind of like write things down as we go. Otherwise, grab your notebooks, folks. We're going to fucking dive in. Just to clarify, that template is in my BBMB Podcast Instagram. Go to the Linktree bio and there's a little a little link there. You can click it, make a copy from that Google Sheets, and you are ready to roll. All right, starting off, the first thing you need to do before making an exercise program is figure out why you want a fucking exercise program, okay? If you don't know the answer, then it's not going to be very useful. If you don't have a why backed behind what you're doing, you're going to quit. It's not going to be as intense. You're you're just not going to do it as well. You have to have a why. If you don't have a why, like, you, you won't do it. And if you don't have a why, like now is the perfect time to figure that out. There are million and one reasons to work out. And if body composition is your number one reason, if your number one reason for working out is to lose weight, is to change the way that you look, is for aesthetic reasons, I truly do not think that your workout program is going to work. And here's why. Yes, there is an entire sport dedicated to changing your body composition and to competing in that, that's bodybuilding. Great, be my guest, do bodybuilding, but that's not the normal population. And so when I say if body composition is your number one reason, you're not going to last because the longer you watch a pot boil, the longer it's going to take, okay? If you're constantly weighing yourself, if you're constantly on the scale, like that's just not going to move. That's just plain and simple. If you are my client, I recommend to my women, my women clients that they don't weigh their, themselves more than every other week. And that's like a very strict, not every other week. Like I don't want you, like even two to three weeks, like go a month before you weigh yourself. Why? Because weight doesn't fucking matter. First of all, the scale moves when you look at a glass of water, the scale is going to move. If you're a woman, stress, hormones, water intake, food intake, all those things matter. Where you are in your menstrual cycle, all those things affect the scale. So like, why are we using that as an end all be all to progress? If you need other reasons to work out, here's a couple. Self-confidence, increase longevity. Yeah, I want to live longer. Like that's, isn't that the point of being here? Alleviate anxiety, increase your mental health, bone density. If you're smaller framed um, and you didn't have a lot of milk growing up, like here's a fucking reason. Uh, decrease risk for chronic disease. If you have like diseases in your genetics, great reason to exercise. Improve your blood sugar profile. If you have type 2 diabetes, if you have uh, type 1 diabetes even that can help reduce stress. I think that is a really, really big one. Listen to that part back again or look up, you know, reasons to work out and write them down, okay? Find something that's not body composition related. Find two to three of them. Write them down somewhere. That's step number one. All right, we're going to use those goals to help you choose what type of programming you are going to want. When I say programming, I just mean an exercise program multiple weeks, one week, whatever, writing down some sort of structure is programming, okay? There's multiple phases to programming and this is where it gets a little bit sciencey. So turn on your brains, get ready to roll. The first phase is muscular endurance. This is a foundational phase. It's for beginner to intermediate lifters. So if you're listening to this and you don't know what you are, you're probably a beginner. If you've been working out a while, but you don't quite know everything, you're probably intermediate. And if you're advanced, then, you, then you're then you advanced. I feel like the people that know how to lift and know that they're advanced, like you got it. But muscle, muscular endurance is for beginner and intermediate. 
The point of muscular endurance is to work on neuromuscular facilitation or motor unit recruitment. Um, what this means is, is a lot of people don't realize that the first like 12 to 16 times you actually weight train, like pick up some weights in order to start making gains, like like the first 12 to 16 times you lift, you're not making any muscular gains at all. You're making neuromuscular gains, meaning your brain is connecting to your muscles and is figuring out how to do this thing called lifting. It's figuring out how to most effectively do a bicep curl, how to most effectively get from the top of a bench to, or I don't fucking know, how to get from standing to squatting. Like that is what's happening the first 12 to 16 times you lift are these neuromuscular facilitation changes or just motor unit recruitment motor unit recruitment is just a fancy term for like my muscles are just learning how to be activated activated is like not the right word but it's a layman's term word I guess so the first 12 to 16 times you lift no muscle gains it's all nervous system gains okay think of them as brain to muscle gains but we need this foundational phase in order to move on. So if you're a beginner, you should be starting here. Muscular endurance. Think of endurance as like, you know, I can do 15 to 20 bicep curls without dying. Like that's endurance. This is the time, this this whole phase is a time to work on proper form and technique. If you skip this phase, you're going to get hurt. I promise. This phase can last anywhere between three to eight weeks. And I will kind of get into like the set and rep scheme, but let's just go on and and while we're talking about this, think about what phase you are in. The next phase, muscular hypertrophy. Hypertrophy is a fancy word for just muscles getting bigger, okay? So your actual muscle cells, think of them as spaghetti noodles. They are getting bigger, physically growing. So like a little angel hair to like, I don't even know what a, what a ramen noodle. No, that's not. Yeah, that's bigger. Okay, angel hair to ramen, all right? Um, this is more of a bodybuilding type style, so it can be used for... It can be used for beginners, but the beginners have to start at endurance, okay? The endurance, remember, is for your form and technique and to build that foundation, get the nervous system gains. Now we're like, okay, nervous system gains achieved. I know how to be effective and efficient. Let me bump it up, okay? So this is a, an appropriate progression for beginners or it's a good place to stay for people that are intermediate, okay? This phase can last as long as you want or it can be used for just maintenance. If you've already gotten to your goals or you don't really know what the fuck you want, this is your phase as long as you've put in the time and effort to do muscular endurance, okay? Many programs on Instagram, online, on anywhere that you can find are being sold and they're at muscular hypertrophy set and rep ranges. What that means is they are doing, you know, three sets of 10. You shouldn't be starting there really. You should not be starting there unless you've put the time and effort into muscular endurance. And this is why I don't believe in buying programs online unless they're from very certified very smart people like myself I'm just kidding another shameless plug but truly truly there's tons of horse shit out there and you just shouldn't buy it if you maybe you are questioning whether a program's good or not like send it to me send me the link you know hit me up anyways the next phase is muscular strength okay once we get in the strength like we're already building our muscles. You can still get muscle growth in sh the strength phase, um, but the goal here is to increase the weight being lifted. And what we're going to do is have lower reps, but longer rest because we're upping the weight. We're like getting a little heavier. This is where you see power lifters doing like bench press, deadlift, um, squats with the barbell. Like they're probably in a muscular strength phase. A lot of, this is like a bro phase. Um, I, I really think a lot of gym bros start here and that's why they get injured and they never come back to the gym. So, you know, you see Brandon over here or I don't even know. I don't fucking know a 
name. There we go. I got it. You see Chad over there lifting. He brings his friend Brandon to the gym. He's like, yo, Brandon, let's go. You can just follow my program, man. That's a good man, man voice if I do say so myself. So Brandon starts following Chad's program without ever t- stepping foot, hasn't lifted in like two or three years. He jumps into a strength phase. He's doing really high weight and low reps. What's he missing? He missed out on two fully foundational phases that he needs. He missed out on those. So his form and technique, not great. He's ha- He has heavy weight. Like, no, Brandon's going to get fucking hurt. And then he's going to leave and he's going to be turned off from the gym. This is why I hate it when gym bros bring their other gym bros. No, y'all need to start properly with muscular endurance. That's my two cents. I'm moving on. Muscular strength is great for intermediate to advanced lifters as long as they have their form and technique down. Hear that again. You cannot enter this phase unless your form and technique is near perfect. You've put the time and effort in to make sure you you look good, everything feels good. Otherwise, you can get injured. That's all. I'm, I'm done with that now. Okay, last phase. Barely going to touch on it because it's not really used for the general population muscular power. It's used for Olympic lifting, power lifting. Think of single or max effort lifts. So like really high weight, like think of like a Olympic lift competition where people are thrusting the weight over their head, doing like snatches. Um, you should not be programming this for yourself unless you are a certified strength and conditioning specialist. You have a large background in it or somebody that is certified made it for you. Okay, so ask for help. Do not do this one yourself. All right. Here's here is the quote of the century. Kidding. There's going to be a lot of quotes here. Um, and they're all quotes by me. I love it. The best set and rep scheme is the one you aren't doing. Okay, so when it comes to the set and rep, sets and reps, I'm going to explain what they are. And I want you to write down which phase you're doing and then the set and rep range that you're going to do it with. So endurance, we have one to three sets, 12 to 20 reps. What I mean by sets and reps, if you don't know, a rep is if I were to do a bicep curl from the bottom of the curl to the top, that's one rep, repetition. Sets are um, like rounds okay so if I have 10 reps and three sets I would do 30 total repetitions hopefully that makes sense so go back to endurance one to three sets 12 to 20 reps high reps lower weight all right write it down endurance hypertrophy we have three to four sets six to 12 reps so that's a little bit lower reps we're getting in the moderate weight range strength two to six sets less than six reps okay Um, So write that down if you're in the strength phase. It depends on if you're beginner, intermediate, or advanced. Power, three to five sets, one to two reps. Again, you probably shouldn't even write that down. Don't program it unless you're a CSCS. Thank you very much. Pick which one. Circle it. Which one are you doing? Endurance, hypertrophy, strength. What are you doing? How many sets and reps you're doing? Um, Again, go back and listen if you need to know what those sets and reps are again. Next thing to think of, and I'm going to have to speed this up because I'm already running low on time. How many times per week do you want to work out? This needs to be realistic and sustainable for your schedule. Let me say it a little bit closer to the microphone. Realistic and sustainable for your schedule. Do not reach for the fucking stars and then only get to the outside of the earth. I don't know. don't don't make it realistic start lower because it's going to build your confidence I see so many clients come to me and they're like I want to work out six days a week I'm like well Jim how many days are you currently working out be like oh zero that doesn't make any sense no find how many days you're currently working out how many days would be ideal to work out and find a little right in the middle hit it right in the middle err on the lower side 
once you get those ready to go, you know, you have two workouts, you've been doing it consistently, add a third, you know, but pick how many times per week right now, write it down. And I want you to be specific. What day, what time, what location? That is a smart goal. All right, write it down. Next up, how many days do you want to work out? Now choose the workout split, okay? So by split, it means how are you going to break up those workouts? Maybe if you have two workouts per week, you're just going to do full body, full body. Maybe you want to do one upper body, one lower body. If you're doing four days, maybe you want to do upper, lower, upper, lower. This is getting very scientific, so I'm trying to keep it general. Your muscle groups should be worked once, if not twice per week. So figure out how you can do that. You, that means your biceps should be worked at least once, if not twice per week. So what is your muscle split? There are pros and cons to all of them. So choose one. I would say to make it easier, just like if you're doing two workouts or three workouts a week, make them all full body. If you're doing more than that, split it up or lower. That's super easy. That's not all the muscle splits in the world, but those are just the most generic and I want you to pick one. So say on Monday you're doing full body, on Wednesday you're doing full body. You were already specific on time, location, and days, so get even more specific. What are you working on those days? Okay, moving on. What exercises do you like to do? You will not adhere to a program if you're doing everything you absolutely fucking hate, all right? What exercises do you like to do? If you don't know, then let's just go general, all right? I'm going to break it up by upper, lower, core, um, everything like that. But you need to have some sort of understanding of what muscles are where, okay? So you need to know what's in the upper body, and I'll explain that. So let's just keep going. Upper body, let's break it down. We have our chest muscles, shoulder muscles, triceps on the back of our arms, biceps on the front of our arms, and then our entire back, okay? Um, this is a lot. Upper body is a lot. Your shoulder can be broken up into three more muscles. You know, you have different heads of the triceps and biceps, and your back is your whole fucking back. So lots of things going on right here, but I just want to hit the general things. I'm going to list an exercise. If you need help with what those are, look them up on YouTube, look them up on Google, or ask somebody that is certified, okay? Let's go first chest. Let's make it easy. Bench press, chest press, floor press. Grab something, lay down, and fucking press. That's chest. Shoulder, let's make it easy. Do a shoulder press. Stand up, hold the dumbbells above your shoulders, and press. That's it. Tricep, you have to extend your elbow in order to work your tricep. Extend your elbow. That's how you work your tricep. Bicep, you need to flex your elbow in order to get your bicep. Back can be broken up into upper and lower back. I like to just think of back as like a deadlift or just a row. So row something. Other upper accessories, traps, serratus, things you don't need to know. Just get general, all right? Moving on, lower body. Break it up into glutes because yes, glutes are important. If you're a male or female, glutes are important. Don't make me get into this tangent. Quads, that's the front of your legs. Hamstrings, that's the back of your legs. Abductors is the side, also very important for women. Adductors, A-D-D, are on the inside of your thighs, okay? That's kind of like the, everybody's like, oh, I want to lose weight in my adductors. Well, you can't. You can't, Karen, because you can't spot reduce, but you can build up your adductor muscles. Calves, I count them, but I really never program anything for calves. They're a type A muscle, or not type A. Yeah, they're a type A muscle group. They're endurance-based. If you walk, you're using your calves. If you really want to beef them up, be my guest, but I don't think it's necessary or um, worth it. Any who's. Those are all lower body. For glutes, hip lifts or glute bridges. For quads, do a step up. For hamstrings, do a leg curl. Abductors, 
just lay down, put a mini band around your knees and push out. Adductors, put something in between your knees, squeeze while you do a hip lift. Calves, do your calf raises, that's it. I know I'm going very fast, but you can look all of these up. Um, definitely write down everything. I'm, I'm gonna get into it. Before I get into it, let me just talk about core. Deep core activation exercises. Look up a dead bug. Look up a bird dog. Those are the two most important ones. Um, you don't need to train core every day. That is a common question that people ask. Uh, yeah, just, just use modalities. Use what works for you and you don't need to train it every day. Just train it moderately and always use your core for every single exercise. Okay, so going back to you have your day, you have your time, you have your location, you have your muscle split. If your muscle split is full body, then maybe pick um, one exercise from each muscle group and put it on that day. You shouldn't be doing more than really 10 exercises. You want to aim for 8 to 10 exercises total. Okay, so remember, go back to the breakdown of upper body and lower body. Break it down, write what exercise to do, keep it very simple, and move on. How to warm up properly, all right? Do not skip this. If you downloaded my template, if you're looking at my exercise template now, you'll see that it has Monday, it has your exercises, whatever ones you choose to put in there. And then on the right, it says warm up and core or cardio, okay? So those are so important. Don't miss those. You cannot skip a warm up, guys. You're gonna get fucking injured. I've been there, I've done that. I'm telling you now, do not skip your warm up. Here's how to warm up properly. It's called ramp. R-A-M-P, ramp. Ramp yourself up, all right? That's how you remember. R stands for raise your heart rate. Hop on the treadmill for 10 minutes. Hop on a bike for 10 minutes. Walk to the gym really fast. Get your heart rate up. This this goes from, you know, a resting heart rate to a working heart rate. That's what I like to call it. You need to raise that heart rate. Otherwise, you're just going to be jumping right in. It's not, it's going to feel like shit. Raise your heart rate, R. A, activate. And M stands for mobilize, okay? So activate and mobilize. I like you to think of, um, I'll just, I just smashed my knee on my desk and I think that the audio picked it up. So shout out if you guys could hear that. Anyways, going back to activate and mobilize. I like to think of it as if you're going to be doing glutes, say you're going to be training your glutes. In order to activate and mobilize, what you're going to do is mobilize your hip joint because that's where your glutes are um, by doing like lateral hip openers, hurdle steps, anything that really like gets you moving and opens up those hips. Um, And then activating the glutes means that you're just activating. Some people say, no, you don't need to activate your glutes. Um, It's kind of like a controversy. I would rather activate than not activate my glutes because I'd be sitting on them all day. I'm a piece of shit. I sit on my glutes. They're like, we don't even know what's going on. We haven't been used in like seven hours. And now you expect me to do this. That's why we need to activate, okay? So activate those glutes, do some hip lifts, do something that just gets them moving. The P stands for potentiate. You don't need to know that. That's only if you're an Olympic lifter or you're just going hard. Potentiate means doing explosive movements that mimic the movement you're about to do. So if you're going to do a squat with a barbell, put, you know, just put a barbell with no weight on your back and go down slow, explode up. That's potentiate. Y'all don't need to know that. Ramp. That is how you warm up. Cool down, you ask. Yes, also very important. Um, Do static stretches, okay? So when it comes to warming up, you're probably wondering, how do I actually warm up? You want to do dynamic movements. If you're sitting there touching your toes for a warm up, you're getting smacked, all right? I'm just kidding. It's not, it's actually not that bad. Um, The studies show that it's not really going to affect anything if you're not lifting really heavy. But if you're about to go max out on the squat, you should not just be sitting there touching your toes. 
dynamic stretches mean that you're moving. Also, go look at my Michaela Myers Fitness Instagram. Tons of dynamic stretches on there for you. There's like flows and sequences. I got you, fam. All right. Activate, mobilize, potentiate, get it done. Cool down, static stretches, 30 to 60 seconds, holding all the muscle groups you just worked. Okay. Very simple. If you did glutes, stretch your glutes. If you did hamstrings, stretch your hamstrings. That's it. Okay. Last thing to touch on before I sign off cardio, 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity each week or 75 minutes vigorous, what that means. Three to five days a week, you got to be doing some sort of cardio. This is very hard for me. I feel like a poser speaking on it because I don't always do cardio, but I just try to stay active and get that 150 minutes any way I can. Physical activity could include going for walks every day. It could be doing a Zumba class online. It could be I don't know, going to your gymnastics, whatever it is, moderate intensity, 150 minutes, break it down every weekday, it's 30 minutes, all right? Go for a walk, get your fucking heart rate up and get off your butt. I'm talking to myself. This is strictly for me. Michaela, go do it. Okay, folks, that is all she wrote. I hope you got something out of this exercise programming basics and I will reiterate things on the next episode, okay? So look out for that. I will reiterate. I really, really challenge you to go get that template, write things down. You're more likely to do it if you have it written down and I will hop into that next week. I'm gonna be talking about how to actually get yourself to work out once you have a program ready to go. Um, I do have a beginner's guide to the gym that has YouTube links to every single workout you need to do. It programs it for you. It's four weeks long. Let me know. Check out my fitness website if you're interested in that. Again, I'm not afraid to shamelessly plug myself because I've put the time and effort and I know I'm really good at programming exercise. That's what I get paid to do. Um, I'm certified. I'm qualified. I anecdotally have had lots of progress with my clients, so I'm not afraid to plug myself. If y'all need a program and you know you or you need to talk through things like dm me i got you i'm here for you i want you to get the information from somebody who is qualified and not somebody who's just trying to take your money because i promise that's not what i'm here for i'll be getting zero dollars from this podcast i just want to help you be the best versions of yourself and be the healthiest versions of yourself all right bad bitches make their beds yes but bad bitches also take care of themselves they respect their bodies and they move their bodies because they know that it's what their bodies deserve. Again, look out next week for how to actually get yourself to work out, including habits, routines, everything that you need to know. Remember, my part twos always come out on Wednesday, so I hope you have a great day, and I look forward to part two. Otherwise, the last thing I have to say is go make your fucking bets. Bye!